and welcome to the latest episode of uh, a wrestling roundup on uh, part of the 2BD podcast network. I am the humane suplex machine, the Buckshot Laureate, and uh, as always with me, we have the spooky girl aficionado and avian expert, Turbo. How are you, Turbo? I'm good. I'm feeling better. It's all, it's all, it's all uh, much better than it was this morning after my uh, shoveling incident where I put my back out. But we're much better now that I've had some drugs and time to relax and I can actually somewhat sit in an upright position, which is nice. But yeah, yes. that's, that's, I'm, I'm doing better and that's good. And we're here to talk wrestling and there's so much of it to talk about. I know. Like, where do we even start? Like, do we start with, the 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 big pay-per-views that are coming up this upcoming weekend it's wrestlemania weekend so um that means there's tons of wrestling this weekend if i read correctly somewhere apparently there's like 700 different shows happening in the los angeles area this weekend yeah Um, it's a it's amazing like all the indie shows in the las vegas area are getting the rub because of wrestlemania which is great so some you know a lot of people up you know, people that have probably never seen an indie show and only done the live events with like right. WWE and AEW are going to be exposed to some indie stuff. So that's really right. exciting for those indie promotions. Yeah, and I noticed like AEW is the only uh, is the only promotion that doesn't do something WrestleMania weekend because even Impact does um, has their multiverse, uh, whatever it's called. I forget what it's called, but they have their big. WrestleMania Super Show every year. There's Super Card of Honor, which we'll talk about as well. Um, but AEW's never tried to do anything that weekend. I wonder. I wonder if that's Tony Khan just trying to show a, a sign of goodwill. Like I'm not going to try and compete with you. Or, well, I honestly think that's what it is. Because like, I mean, let, let's be real. AEW still isn't on the the level of WWE oh, quite no, yet, and, and that yeah. in that scale of scale of uh you know pro like uh event and like don't get me wrong like saturday and sunday is going to be rough because like i said it's each day is four hours of wrestling right it's a lot of wrestling so i'm not sure like i don't know if i'm going to bother watching both days i might just i might watch day one and then catch the highlights you know uh for day two but knowing me and the glutton for punishment i am i'll probably (laughs) You know, I'll, I think I I think we have to do the podcast with uh, Swamp Ninja and the algorithm for for Saturday. So and then okay. Saturday evenings uh, WrestleMania. So I'm thinking I'm probably going to be you know <laughs> I'll do the podcast and then I'll be like okay I'm going to go watch wrestling. Right. So which is which is unfortunate because like it just it's such a long day. Like four hours yeah. is a lot. Like I can't watch yeah. Raw. And then Raw like that have, me. yeah, same here. Raw's too long. And like, yeah, you're right. It's not only is it four hours on Saturday and then it's another four hours on Sunday. And then if I'm going to watch Super Card of Honor as well. Right. Like that's, that's, so like that the 31st is Super Card of Honor and then right. April 1st and 2nd are WrestleMania. Like, yeah. That's three yeah. days of just wrestling. And I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love wrestling, but like that's that's a lot of commitment. So I'm thinking right. I'm going to I'm only going to watch the the Reach for the Sky ladder match is what I'm really okay. interested in with uh ROH, the Athena match, 
and okay well do you want to break down the card uh, briscoe yeah Okay, so I, I have the matches there. So, yes, you're right. There's the Reach for the Sky ladder match for the vacant ROH World Tag Team Championship because, unfortunately, Jay Briscoe passed away. And, um, <clears throat> sorry, so, unfortunately, uh, they have to vacate the belt. But we have the Lucha Brothers versus Top Flight versus The Kingdom versus Aussie Open versus La Facción Ingobernable. And then we also have the Embassy uh, versus AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik for the World Six-Man Tag Championship. Uh, Samojo versus Mark Briscoe. Athena versus Yuka Sakasaki. Um, Wheeler Yuta versus Katsuyori Shibata. El oh, we have that to talk about in, in a oh, minute. Oh, we do, um, yeah. El uh, whatever, Vikingo. Vikingo <laughs> versus Commander, and then uh, Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston. Mm -hmm. So that is Super Card of Honor. I actually, the only I'm match gonna watch, that I don't... I'm going to watch the whole damn thing now. Yeah, I'm <sighs> watching the whole damn thing too. I, I was already planning. I'm going to buy it. I always buy, I buy ROH and I buy AEW. I figure, you know what, they give me on free TV. I very enjoy. Uh, I very much enjoy. And um, considering, you know, it's the crumbles... We have to use our monies to, like, you know, put up towards, uh, you know, industry that gives us joy. I'm happy to pay for pay-per-views for ROH and AEW. I think they're worth it. They're always entertaining. So I'm totally watching this. I hope Swamp Ninja doesn't mind because he's here Friday night. So, But I'm sure he, I mean, he would be up for it. He's, he's up for watching the pay-per-views. Uh, Dynamite, not as much, but the pay-per-views he always seems to watch. The only match that I kind of feel like has no stakes and I don't care about, uh, I wouldn't say even don't care. It's the Embassy versus AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik. Like, the thing is, I like Brian Cage. I like AR Fox. I like Blake Christian. The others I'm not as familiar with. So I figure, like, this is going to be a decent match. It's not going to be a bad match. It's just the one that I care the least about. Everything else, I'm like, has the potential to be, like, a banger. Like So, this so the match you're not crazy about, the the... The uh, trios title match. Yeah. Um, do you or think the embassy is losing? No, I don't think so. I heard that Brian Cage is interested in going to WWE, and I suspect he's ta stopped taking steroids because he doesn't have as many muscles as he used to. So he doesn't I have would... the muscles on the muscles. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely not doesn't look like as much of a a roided you know juice monkey um, as he used. I'm thinking maybe he's trying to like go legit so he can go to uh, WWE, but I don't think that's yet. I don't. I can't see the embassy like an established trio dropping to like a Frankenstein team like AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metali. Mm. Right. Well, it's a Frankenstein team, you like you're saying, so it's probably not not in the not in the cards to happen. Right. I just wanted to pick your brain on it because I know Brian Cage, you, you enjoy him because he's a yeah. big meat man. <laughs> yeah. And like for a meat man, he's really limber and he kind of does the flippy shit and he does it well. Like, I don't know. I just I find him entertaining. Like in the ring, he's entertaining. Out of the ring, he's not particularly interesting. But like he, I can at least get a, you'll, I'll, you'll get a good match or a decent match if he's in the mix. So. It shouldn't be about. And then Air Fox, I also really like. I feel the same way about. He's awesome. And then Blake Christian, I think, is a young guy, but he's impressed me quite a bit for a young guy. So 
That yeah, Blake fun. Christian is a is a very uh, interesting wrestler. He wrestles different. I don't know how yeah. I, what I mean by that when I say it, but it just the way he approaches the ring psychology is a little different. If that makes yeah. sense, yeah. I, I I don't know too much about ring psychology, truthfully. I guess I'm getting there with time. Like Swamp Ninja's been good at kind of explaining, like oh, like when we were watching Moxley versus MJF at Full Gear, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, Moxley's playing the the heel and i was like how do you know that and then he was explaining like oh, okay this is when he you know starts beating the shit and uh of mjf and mjf's gonna have his baby face come back and like he was explaining the beats to me i don't pick up on that stuff just yet so i don't know about people in their ring psychology i just think blake christian is like really agile and he looks great and he sells well so i and i know he's super young so i just feel like this guy has all the potential in the world if he's like, um, you know, if he ends up working with with you know people who can maximize his his talents, I guess. Yeah. So Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's going to be a great match because Yuka Sakazaki, if you looked her up, is she's kind mm-hmm. of a strong style wrestler. Which yeah, is, you know, Smash Mouth, uh, which is what Athena's been. Her, her yeah. big thing now is being this, you know, just brute. Like, in all honesty, Athena could join the Blackpool Combat Club. When you yeah, think about I agree. <laughs> yeah, she's very um, ag- she, stiff and aggressive. And Exactly. Yeah, I love it. I and think she, she, she's doing a great job. I completely agree. I, I love this side of her. Like I didn't like mm-hmm. her as the the face. She's way better as a heel. She gets sure. it. She loves playing the heel. I agree. Um, does she lose this match? Probably not. I, I don't see. I don't see her losing to to Yuka. But no. I think it's going to be uh, one of those Smash Mouth kind of Moxley Brian Danielson fights where it's going to be stiff and people are going to be a little upset because. I hate, you know, it's the girls yeah. doing it, not the guys. Yeah. So there's going to be some probably controversy, but I'm looking forward to, cause I like this. I like this style of wrestling. Yeah, I like it too. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So uh, no, let's um, talk but about, I don't, let's, I don't, don't want to, you want to move on or no, just to finish that one. I think Athena okay. retains as well. I think you yeah. um, she's not in North America enough to really, be there with the belt um that said i do find it funny because on a in AEW, she's such a face but then i've seen her stuff in uh in japan and she is uh yeah she's brutal and super stiff and you know kind of mean and like a, a psychopath so it's i hope we get to see that yuka sakazaki uh in roh um so i'm i'm excited to see how this match is going to turn out it should be a banger for sure. It should be a banger. Um, and so you also pointed out Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think that should be a fun match to watch as well. I'm really liking Mark Briscoe. Um, I think he's so likable. Um, did you see his Hey EW with RJ City yesterday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I did. It, it was like, I feel like I say this every week, like, oh, that was the best episode. But like, like I don't know. It's going to be tough to be whoever's next week because I thought that he and and RJ City worked really well together and it was really funny. Um, so I I'm like, 
I'm a super mark for Mark Briscoe right now. So I want him in a way like I'm like, oh, I want him to win. But like, it's also he's going up against Samojo. <laughs> like, who do you think wins that one? Um, I think I think Joe's going to give him the title. Really? I think Joe's going to do the job for him just because of the lineage, because he's been an right. ROH alum. Right. Jay's gone. This is yeah. a great way to make him a single star really quick. I mean, he That's always has been a really, but he's always been tied to tag team um, right. most of his career. So this is a great way to, I guess, transition him from, you know, just being the the comedic, crazy right. red redneck kung fu or chicken kung right. fu uh, wrestler to he's a champ. He right. beat he beat one of the baddest men on the planet, Samoa right. Joe. So I think that's I think that's what's going to happen. In all honesty, just uh, that's my opinion. I hope it happens because I want to see Merrick as a champion. Right. Uh, I just want the feel goodness of that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much sadness in the world. Like, can we have that? That's going to be such a feel good moment to see Mark Briscoe win a belt on his own like that. Exactly. Because his brother mm -hmm. was the champ, right? Right. His, when his brother, when they did split and go with the singles style. His brother Jay was, was the, Jay the was the guy, guy. Jay was the, yeah. the champ. And then, you know, what happened happened and now he's right. by himself. It's like, how do we, how do we make him a star real quick? How do we get him to where he can be on AEW right. TV every week? We've got to give him the belt. We've got to make him legit. Right. So. Yeah. And I, and he's obviously he's been coming out with the, the tag team belt and he's going to have to relinquish that. Um, for earlier in the evening. So, um, so yeah, maybe he, he, you know, has to vacate the tag team belt, but then instead he gets the TV belt. So hmm. that could work. Who do you think wins the tag team belt? The kingdom. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I'd say the kingdom or La Faction Ingonable. Uh, the other ones I don't see winning. Although I'm excited to see Ozzy open in the match. I really like them. Fletcher and Davis, yeah. Yeah. So they're you think amazing. the kingdom? Yeah, it makes sense because they're the they're the OG group from right. ROH. ROH. They've 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 been there for years, so it makes sense to give them the belts. Right. They don't have to hold them for long. It'd just be a really feel good pop. Right for the ROH crowd. Cause let, let's be serious. Anyone that goes to ROH are ROH fans, right? Right. Um, mind you, AEW has been exposed to it. So now AEW fans are getting involved. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's growing on a, a much larger scale, which is awesome. Um, they were comparing um, a sidetrack. I'll let you finish in a second. They were comparing yep. ticket sales from WrestleMania weekend last year versus this year. And I mean, everybody's making a whole lot more money, but they were also looking not just at the amount of money because you can't really compare if, you know, you're in Los Angeles, it's going to be much more expensive in Los Angeles than wherever it was last year. Um, but just number of tickets sold. And last year, like Supercard of Honor sold like 3000 tickets. And this year it's already sold like five. So um, yeah, I'm sure some of the people that are buying tickets are definitely people who are AEW fans and like the people on the card because it's a lot of people we see in AEW. So I don't know. I feel like AEW fans are starting to just consider ROH like an offshoot or like a, a, a brand set, like the, the brand kind of like how there's raw and SmackDown. Well, 
AEW has Ring of Honor. Like, no? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Completely yeah. agree with that, yeah. All right, but, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. Yes. Claudio versus Kingston. Yay! Um, do you know the whole history behind this? I have, actually, before we got online, I was watching a little YouTube video, I haven't finished it yet, of the whole Chikara ROH AEW thing. So I've been watching it. So yeah, I know the whole rivalry, the whole you didn't do business when when it was supposed to be done. And then right. Claudio really went in on him. Like, it's not my fault, my fault. You know, you never went to the gym. You always threw yourself a pity party. And it's just oh. like, oh, damn, you're going there. And he's like, you're not on my level. You'll never reach me, Eddie. Oh, I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, is this going to be, this is going to be a brutal match. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I love it. And, but in like, in real life, they like are good buds though. That's the cute part about all of this. Um, is that true? I don't think that's true. It is true. I watched a shoot. It's on high spots. I believe it was Ethan Page, Eddie Kingston and Bryce Remsburg. For sure, Eddie Kingston and Bryce Remsburg were in it. The third person escapes me, but I'm pretty sure it's Ethan Page. Um, they have a shoot interview and Bryce and Eddie just go on and on and on about how Claudio Castagnoli is the American dream. That guy came to America with nothing and he made so much of himself. And they just talked about his awesome work ethic and how he had a really cool cat and just going on, like singing the praises of Claudio Castagnoli. And like, bear in mind, I'm watching this like three months into getting into wrestling. So they're talking about Claudio, Claudio, Claudio. I have no idea who Claudio is. And then Swamp Ninja is like, oh, that's Cesaro. He's on WWE now. And then I start watching SmackDown. I see Cesaro and I was like, oh, that's the cool dude that Eddie Kingston was like praising in that shoot interview. So I immediately was a Cesaro fan because Eddie Kingston vouched for him, right? Mm. And then I later found out about the whole rivalry in Chikara and everything. So I was just like, oh, this is adorable. I love it. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do on Friday. It's going to be epic. I yeah. mean, that's all you can say, right? It's just going to be it's going to be what it's going to be and it's going to be awesome. Right. And I'm super excited. You can't get it. a bad match out of Claudio. Like Claudio has like Claudio and Brian Danielson, those two guys, whoever they have a wrestling match with, it's that wrestler's best match. They're they get a good match out of everybody. So and it's Eddie. It's Eddie Kingston. Like, of course, you you got to root for Eddie, right? So, or Does are Eddie you rooting for Claudio? Does Eddie get this title? Is this how they get a title on Eddie to make, make get that feel good? We love Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Like, yeah. is that how we get it? Because right now, I mean, Claudio's kind could. of playing the heel. So right, and like they're going into like a full. Um, like we can talk about AEW later, but like the BCC won't stop harassing the elite, right? So oh. what's going on with that? Like they're both technically, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess BCC, I guess they officially all turned heel because I've, up until recently, Yuda and, and Claudio were faces, but whatever, um, they're heels now, I guess. So maybe, yeah, I mean, this is, or Claudio beats Eddie and that's a good way to get heat on Claudio. Yeah, that's true too. I never thought of it that way. Uh, like he cheats to win. Right. Ooh. 
Ooh. Fantasy Booker hat. Oh no. Yeah. Or and he cheats just because he can, not because he needs to. Mm. He's just or, a, he's, or could you imagine like, if Mox came out and turned on him? Oh, oh, oh no. man. No. And then they could be like Eddie goes and gets the unwanted back. He forms his group with homicide. Oh, that'd be epic. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It could go so many ways. Um, but that just us having that fantasy booking though, it made me want to fantasy book something else, but it, I forgot what it is. So, uh, <laughs> oh, for those listening, I'm elevated as well this time. Normally I am stone cold sober for these podcast tapings, but tonight I was like, you know what? It's Monday, something different. I'm going to. I'm Are you watching Raw tonight? That's the question. No, of course not. <laughs> Raw's boring as fuck. I'll watch Evo- I'll watch Elevation over Raw. Um, but okay, so Wing of Honor as a whole, um, we, we can close this one and then we can move on to WrestleMania because right now we have a pretty solid pay-per-view here. It's only seven matches, but you know what? Like trim the fat. Just go straight for the, the meat of it. Every match is for a title. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty great. Um, we've got a good variety. I can't wait to see uh, Vikingo versus Commander. We'll talk about Vikingo after. Uh, I guess we talk about WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, this this is the, the card so far. So announced, we have Austin Theory versus John Cena. We have Boo. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. And Boo. then we have a six-woman tag match of Trish Stratus, Stratus, Lita, Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. That's the only thing that's announced for night one. The yeah. only thing announced for night two is Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Everything else they haven't announced yet, but it's expected that we will see Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair versus Asuka, Brock Lesnar versus Amos or Omos, Omos, mm-hmm. right? Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that was just Ed- announced, yeah. Um, Edge versus Finn Balor, Liv Morgan and Raquel. That's, a, that's in a Hell in a Cell. That's in Hell in a Cell. What Edge versus Finn, Finn Balor? Yeah, it's a Hell in a Cell match that was announced. Oh uh, yes, I see the stipulation Friday. here. Yeah, that. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna Baszler versus one team to be announced. Gee, I wonder who's going to win that match. Uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Oh, you don't know? Versus- Come on now. <laughs> I, I picked uh, up on the sarcasm I did yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like how are you going to get Ronda Rousey to like give up the belt to Charlotte uh, I wonder uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders uh, the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and then Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio so I have to say um there's a lot of fat here, <laughs> unlike oh, there's so much of honor. There's so there's a lot of sh- a lot of stuff I don't give a shit about. I guess I kind of care about Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I think that's kind of a, a cute story. Um, I care about Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair and Asuka and Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. That might be a banger. Uh, Edge versus Finn Balor. Now that I know it's Hell in a Cell, that could also be fun. Um, Kevin Owens uh, and the Usos. Uh, that I am. I'm curious to see what happens there. I feel like that's going to main event night one. What do you think? See, that's 
that's where it gets kind of hinky with WrestleMania. Right. Because WrestleMania just tell you it's the night of all main events. It's right. Just, like, that's what they'll tell you. Um, the, the problem is, is most of the time it's the heavyweight titles that are in the main event. It's pretty rare that the tag team titles are a main event. Right. So I, I would love to see them main, like, I would love to see that be the main event for night two, night one, maybe right. night two, but it's not going to no, happen. Night two It'll is be... Roman Reigns, Cody. That's the, main oh yeah, event. that's right. That that's been yeah. solidified. Yeah. So it's going to be nice. So I honestly think night one is going to be. Uh, Rhea versus Charlotte as the as the main event as the main event and Sammy and, and Owens Sammy Owens versus the Usos will be uh, the the co main event it'll be the match before the main okay event. which is usually which one? is usually a better position anyway because the the crowd is going to be so burnt out right um, on night one. Um, night two, uh, again, there's like a, like you were saying, there's a lot of fat on those matches like Oscar versus, uh, Bianca, Bianca Belair. Belair. Does, like, she, what's does Belair been the lead up to it? Yeah. Yeah, nothing, exactly. Nothing. Like, there's been no story. Nothing. <sighs> like people are all like, Oh, triple H is great. You know, he's really improved over Vince. It's like, yeah, he improved over Vince, but he didn't, you know, it's hard to polish a turd. Like. He, the, the, the bloodline story has been great. And like, to an extent, judgment day has been pretty great as well. But like, well, aside it's funny. from that, it's, it's like serious, but funny. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. Like, it's goofy. It's um, a little bit goofy, but it's okay. It's, it's okay yeah. to goof every now and then. And that's what they do. They go, like, they goof around, but when they yeah. get in the ring, it's all business. That's what I like. Yeah, and I think it helps that Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio have a good chemistry and they work well together and people kind of, they're like heels, but people are like rooting for them too at the same time. Like, yeah, they're just so likable, I guess, at least especially together. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I'm pretty like eh, about a lot of the stuff that's happening and like even just the... Um, the showing the the ads they've been having for WrestleMania, they're all really hokey with the Miz and his wife singing and like just everything about WWE. I just find to be very hokey. No. Well, it's it's the entertainment aspect. Like yeah, back in the day when they did like, they first they did the first uh, WrestleMania in Hollywood, they did the right. same thing. They took movie movie um, uh, trailers. And then right. put the wrestlers in those in those roles of that trailer, okay. like a Pulp Fiction or whatever. I can't even remember what it was back then, but it was okay. kind of the same thing, and it was very hokey. Okay. But everyone thought it was groundbreaking. But now they okay. don't have an, an original idea anymore, so they went right. back to the well, and it's not. And well, it sucks. <laughs> but like, it's it's not good. It's yeah. it's cringe at this yeah. at this point in the time. It's very cringy. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't care about the whole commercial thing, but as far as like the match goes, the matches go, like there's a lot I don't give a damn yeah. about. Like yeah. the, the battle royal, I could care less about the women's tag team matches because the, they've never cared about the women's tag team right. anyway. No exactly. one cares. I mean, no offense to uh, Lita and Becky Lynch, but Lita is almost 46 years old. Ah, that's not fair. You have a ton of male wrestlers that no, are no, no. But here's the thing. Wrestling. Here's the no. It's nothing to do with that. It's 
she can't move as good as she did. Like okay. she's not, she's not like I've watched a cut. Like I watched a couple of the, like, well, I watched the match where they won the title. Right. And it, you could see like, there was no pep in that step. It was like, okay, okay I'm struggling to get up that rope. Like okay. the moonsault looked amazing. Absolutely. I couldn't do a moonsault. I'm lucky I can walk right now. Um, <laughs> but like, I like, but again, like I just worry for health and safety. Like right. when, when wrestlers get older and they don't have that flexibility and that movement like they used to. Right. I just don't want anyone to get hurt. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess that's kind of like how I felt when I saw Jeff Hardy when he yeah. came back last year. Because I had no nostalgia for him at all whatsoever. So I'm just looking at this guy like as a wrestler for the first time. Because I barely, I, 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 he was on uh, WWE when I watched I, occasionally, but I don't remember ever seeing a match with him yeah. in WWE. And then I started seeing him in AEW, and I was just uncomfortable the whole time. So. Yeah, it's like watching Sting. I don't like it. I yeah, don't I can see that. like it. Yeah. It's just like Sting is what, 60... 63, Just turned yeah. 63, and he's yeah. still diving off. I'm like, no, man, like that's a hip. That's a shoulder. Yeah. That's, if you miss or if they forget to catch you, no more Sting. Sting has been well, stung. <laughs> like, apparently, when his contract's up with AEW, he's retiring. So yeah. whatever he's doing now, it's the last – it's uh, his last run, and he's done. So um, – so yeah, 63, that's a pretty good run, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, like he's been probably one of the longest, well, besides Ric Flair. Right. Uh, and Terry Funk. Um, well, Ric Flair's another one. I don't like watching him wrestle. I, it's, it just makes me uncomfortable. I don't, it's not thrilling. It's just like, oh, why are you doing that? You know? Do you know, in it, like, well, just a, a sidebar on this, uh, since we mentioned Ric Flair. His uh, final match, that last retirement match with El Idolo and all them. Right. Um, he blacked out twice in that match. He doesn't remember it at all. I, I remember reading that, yeah. He's like, that's... I don't even remember. It's like, why were you, like, what? Yeah, yeah that's like, something he, he, to brag about. He got hit in the head and oh. he, he doesn't remember anything. He watched oh. the match back and he goes, oh, that was pretty bad. That was a pretty bad match. It's like, yeah, because you're uh, yeah. 70. Oh, is that why when somebody asked him if he would ever do another match, he said maybe? Because he's yes. like, oh, man, my last match was garbage. I want to have a good last match. And it's like also but, like, but you're like 90. Are you ever going to have another good like another good match? <laughs> like, I don't want to watch an old man's head fall off if he gets clotheslined too hard. Yeah, same here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to see. Like, it's the same thing with Impact. Impact Wrestling has this 70-year-old man who, like, walks across the top ropes. I can't remember yeah, what his name I've is. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, and I like, know who you're talking about. He's like when you see him in that singlet and there's flesh hanging because you know flesh hangs when you get that age. You right. don't have that elasticity anymore. Like I don't need like no man. Like just retire. Yeah, it's like a you should be like you should be on a beach somewhere sipping a mai tai, hanging out with your older grandkids because they're probably in their twenties or thirties. Like, <laughs> like come on, like stop. We got to yeah. stop. I don't know. I mean, if people are willing to pay him and he's not making oh, yeah. people go like, boo, I never want to see him again, I guess. But yeah, I, but I do see what you're saying. Like the, the guy in Impact, I've actually, I remember, I know exactly what you're, you're talking about. And I remember Swamp Ninja and I were like, eh, he's, he's obviously old, but like good for him. It wasn't like watching Ric Flair or even Sting. Like he's, 
I get what you're saying aesthetically, but in the ring, he wasn't, uh, he, he was still, he could still go. Good for him. Oh, I just watched him wrestle and I'm like, oh, he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, he's walking across the rope. That's cool. Thank God for his partner there. That's holding him up. But I'm like, right. And I never understood that where it's like, oh, I'm walking across the ropes and my opponent's not going to knock me off the rope. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And especially yeah. when you're a 70 year old doing it, you're kind of like, yeah. I, like you're, I can suspend my you're just showing off then. up to a point. <laughs> like, yeah, no, at that point you're like, you're clearly showing off. Like, yeah. okay, you can do that. Good for you. But it's like, I get it. You're That's just, your gimmick, but yeah, uh, it's, it, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so is there anything between the two nights of WrestleMania of the matches that I went over, anything you actually are looking forward to that you want to, you, you want to see what happens? Um, in, in all honesty, between Seth, Lo, Seth, uh, Rollins and Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Who's going to get the W I'm hoping it's Seth. But I got a funny Same feeling here. there's going to be some chicanery and they're going to make Logan Paul a heel and they're okay. going to have all his buddies interfere and cause Seth right. the match. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out um, because they're all YouTubers. So they like right. Seth can't beat them up as much as he'd like to. He probably can't touch them. Um the same thing with like, uh, like I'm excited for the Oscar match because I want Oscar to win the title. She deserves another right. badass title run, but I right. don't think it's going to happen because you know McMahon's running the show again. So, um, <laughs> and then like Bianca versus uh, Bianca, yeah, Bianca versus, versus Oscar. Yeah, I want to see Oscar win. Um, as far as uh, Rhea versus Charlotte. Rhea needs the W. Charlotte needs to go away. Charlotte just needs to go somewhere else. Like she, Charlotte yeah. doesn't even need to be in the WWE anymore. She should go wrestle. She could do well in Impact. Yeah, she could. Like, yeah, and Impact I'm pretty sure. She, I'm pretty sure she wants out of her contract. Like she doesn't seem happy. Like yeah. I don't know if you've noticed the uh, the past. Like ever since she's gone away, come back, gone away, come back, she doesn't want to be there. Yeah, no, I and feel like ever it. since. I feel like ever since the the shoot fight in the ring with Becky, where she dropped the belt, mm -hmm. I feel like that's since where it started. Then, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's when Charlotte tuned out. Was just like, you know what, fuck this place. And then she probably wanted to go to AEW to, with Andrade because Andrade was being treated well there. But now Andrade's mad at AEW. So, or or yeah. according to the dirt sheets, I don't know him personally. It's just speculation online and and what dirt sheets are saying. But yeah. Where do they go now at this point? Do they go to Japan together? That would be cool. In, in all honesty, Charlotte in Japan would be awesome because, you know, yeah. Mercedes Monet's there and they could have a yeah. rivalry. Um, yeah. But I think on, in, in all honesty, like I think, I think Monet and Naomi are going to show up on AEW. Yeah, I feel like that too, because there was a dirt sheet report that Mercedes Monet signed to do appearances and not necessarily like she short, she signed a really short term contract. Mm -hmm. And so it's people are expecting her to drop the belt pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and she hasn't signed on to like other events beyond the ones that are announced already. So a lot of people are speculating that she's not, um, she's not looking for anything because she's got something planned. Now with her, it could be a, like a movie or a TV show or something. 
but people have speculated it could be AEW as well. Because she made She's some comment about cool the Forbidden stuff, Door. She said something about the Forbidden Door at a at a press conference, if I'm not mistaken, and that got a lot of people thinking like, oh, is she going to show up in AEW in some capacity? Yeah, uh, like the whole AEW side of things is very interesting to me because um, there's a rumor that Bray walked out. Oh, I yeah, okay. I didn't hear about him walked out. I heard that he apparently um, medically wasn't cleared, mm-hmm. and that's why he's been MIA. Well, I think what I happened didn't is hear he got about him walking out though. Well, okay. Apparently, he's not happy. He's fucking upset with creative, and they just got okay. rid of one of the Bray Wyatt writers. Oh, so, no. um, I don't know, like, like. I don't know if he's like, a, like, I hate saying it about him, but like, he seems like a guy who's maybe a little self-destructive where if he doesn't like, kind of like an old Eddie Kingston, if he doesn't get his way, he's going to burn a bridge type thing. Maybe. Yeah. Or CM but I don't Punk. know. Yeah. Maybe a little, a little CM Punk. Um, but like just more of a, he's just not happy with the booking. Like he likes his, right. all the talent. It's just more, right, he's not right, happy right. With, with the character. And I mean, that he had such a great buildup. Right, the, the QR and the, codes and the White Rabbit song, and yeah, all the, all that build up, and then all of a sudden it fizzled into that stupid neon paint fucking right Mountain Dew pitch black match. Yeah, I that and would then, piss me off if I was like an artiste and I had to make a match that revolved around a gimmick to sell a product. I'd be kind of like, what the fuck mm-hmm. am I doing? Is the pay is the paycheck worth it? And at that point, when you're under contract, you can't say no. Right. So, like, you're kind of like, fuck, I'm kind of shoehorned yeah. into this. I don't want to do this, but I'll, I'm going to try to make it as cool as I can. But right. then it just looked like they just threw a lot of fucking ideas at the wall and hoped something stuck for that match. Right. With the confetti bullshit, the Uncle Howdy and the other puppets thing. And Uncle Howdy completely overshooting the mark was just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about that was not a good look. And it just left a lot of people with a bad taste in their mouth about it. And right. then then now he's off TV and Alexa Bliss isn't on TV. So there's no more, like, there's no a foreshadowing of the whole Uncle Howdy story anymore. Right. Um, because, you know, she had skin cancer. She had to get treated. She was she also was on, on The Masked Singer. Yeah, which was... Mm. Not a very I mean, thing. Jericho did it. So, I mean, I mean, I can't be mad at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Jericho just didn't sing Fozzie. I'm, I'm shocked he didn't do fucking Judas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some cross it would have been, promotion like, there. It would have been amazing because everyone been like, "That's fucking Jericho." Yeah, <laughs> or or the wrestling fans would be like, "That's Jericho," because yeah. I feel like nobody knows who Fozzie is unless you know who J- Chris Jericho is. Yeah. No? But, or is Fozzie like actually a, a big band? No, Fozzie's not a big band. Fozzie's a big <laughs> like, they, they draw, you know, like 5,000, 6,000 people, which is wrestling fans. Like, look at his yeah. look at his crews. It's all right. Jericho-holics, man. They're all Jericho-holics. Oh, wow. Nerds. The straight-up nerds. I remember I used to be a Jericho-holic, but that was back, really? you know, when he was Y2, when he was Y2J. Come on, okay. baby! Okay. Yeah, I know, I, I know he's reinvented himself a million times like Madonna. So Y2J, what was the gimmick? Was that the list? Was that list Chris Jericho? No, no, Y2J was like, he was the, uh, 
He was the coming of like uh, it was Y two K. Okay. It was right. It was two thousand and. Oh, okay. It was around that height, and then he came in, and uh, on two thousand, he had the the countdown of like, oh, all the computers are going to stop, and then break the walls down. Hit. He had a an amazing theme song. Okay. But yeah, like he was just the guy who came in at in the year two thousand. Really, (laughs) that was the gimmick. (laughs) Like it wasn't a a great gimmick, but like he came out and he was doing all his old shtick from WCW with the Allah. Okay. the Ayatollah of rock and roll, like just being that pompous kind of prick, right? Is that how he premiered in WWE? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So the first iteration of WWE Chris Jericho was Y2J. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, I... he, then he, he reinvented himself like he was the, the best there ever, like the best in the world at what he does, which was like a, okay. it was a, like a, a, a ripoff of Wolverine because that's what Wolverine said in comic books. I'm the best. Uh, okay. I'm the best. Or I am the best. There is at what I do, or that sort of thing. Okay. Along that line, so it it was pretty pretty awesome to see like those transformations. Then like he was in the tag team with Big Show, and they called themselves Jarrah Show. Okay. Um, you know he he you know he came back as you know the with the the lights and the. Uh, the the gla- the the jacket that lit up with all the LEDs. Oh, okay. Like that was the that was the uh, I'm trying to remember what that the Showtime Jericho, I guess as you oh, call wow. that. Like it was just he always came out with a different type of gimmick, which was great because he reinvented himself just like Taker did. Taker right. always had a, like a little bit of an homage to like the old character, whereas Jericho just tried to completely separate completely from them all. Right. Um, I mean, already in AEW, there's only what's been around for three years, and he's had one, one uh, gimmick change. So, how many more times do you think he's going to change gimmicks before he's done in AEW? Oh well, what he's got another three years left with AEW, I think. Right. So, do you think he's there? And do you think he goes anywhere else? Like he already, he's know. already said he's he doesn't want to go back to WWE. He's already yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that he said he was done. He didn't need to go back there. Well, him and Vince, I think, had a falling out. Vince was not oh, happy okay. with him joining AEW, and he oh, even yeah. said it. Like he he called Vince, and Vince is like, he's like, "Hey, I'm doing this," and Vince is like, "Good luck." Right. And then you know, he, so he thought it's okay, but Vince is pretty upset about it. I think because Jericho was super loyal. Jericho would come back right. anytime Vince would call him. Jericho would be like, "Yeah, let's do right. it." And then all of a sudden now he's with a different promotion and he doesn't have that. I'm going to call Jericho so I can right, get some. Exactly. Or I think it's just the narcissism of like, wait, this person's moving on and having, you know, a relationship without me. It, it, it has nothing to do with just like him. Oh, I can't rely on him anymore. It's just like, Oh, even if I don't want anything to do with you right now, I don't want you to, you know, have somebody else, you know, give you, give you uh matches and all that like i'm sure it's just uh the narcissism of vince mcmahon just like you know people who are not with him or against him kind of nonsense no no i completely agree that's exactly what it is it's just the way vince is yeah he's very he's very egotistical and narcissistic that way it's like well if you go somewhere else and make a success i don't care about it anyway because it's not here so it's not as successful as it should be Right. It's like the same thing was like uh, Cody Rhodes gave an interview and they're like, how did Vince take it that you're coming back? And he goes, oh, he was cool about it. 
he wasn't too cool. Like, but you know, it was like, I'm not changing my outfits. I'm not changing my right. gimmick. I'm not changing my theme song. It's all mine. I own it all. Right. Um, and Vince is like, well, it's what we, what we paid for. So like, it wasn't like a, yeah, you, you can do what you want. I believe in your vision. It's well, it's what I'm paying for. So yeah, right. you can, I'll allow it type thing. And the thing with Cody as well, it's like he, that for him surely was a power move. Because Cody yeah. isn't just an AEW original. He's one of the, he was an EVP. He was like integral to the creation of it. So it's not just taking poaching a big main event guy or supposed main event guy from, from the pissant company. It's also, I'm taking an EVP and bringing him here. And then I'm also just like, yeah, giving him what he wants. Cause he, that's, he didn't want to turn heel. That was like a big thing. Like everybody's like, just turn heel and he didn't want to. So he went to a company that would treat him like the baby face that he, he feels he deserves to be. And you know what? Good on him. It, it's a good look in, in WWE. I didn't care for him at all, like as a wrestler in AEW. I saw back behind the scenes stuff. He's a charming guy. He's a funny guy. He can tell a good story. I liked him as a person, but Cody Rhodes, the wrestler in AEW, um, was awful. But it really works in WWE. No? Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I, I agree, uh, but you have to have the right type of heel. And right. Roman's Roman is the perfect right. heel for that right now, right? Roman yeah. is that E, like, I don't want to lose. I'm holding on to everything, but everything's falling apart. What do I do? Right. And Rhodes is like, I'm just here to finish my story. So it makes perfect sense for those two to be in the main event night two. Right. Because, like, now, it, would make sen- it would make sense to uh, – you know, have them on second, like the second last just wouldn't right. Sense. Or just like the main event of the whole weekend, like every match you're looking forward, like that's the match of, of the weekend, right? That's why you save mm-hmm. it for last. Um, how do you feel like that? Like I just said, there's been no build for like Bianca and Asuka and everything. Like a lot of these matches just seem sort of like hamstrung together. Um, that said, the opposite is going on as far as the tag team uh, belts and Roman versus Cody. Like all the story is every, it, it seems like all the creative um, positivity is like being sucked into that one storyline and everything else is suffering possibly. Well, essentially uh, that's what it is. Uh, they yeah. put all their eggs into that basket to make that, that storyline seem so, you know, the best. It ex- well, it, it expanded across all the, all the, uh, the platforms, right? right? Raw, SmackDown, YouTube, their right. TikTok, like, and that's what everyone's talking about is the bloodline and the story, right? Right, and like, kudos to Sami Zayn for making it what it was. Like, Sami right. Zayn deserved, like, in all honesty, like, I love Cody, but Sami Zayn deserved to fight Roman, not Cody. They could have had Cody fight him. You know, they could have had a Cody versus Sami at like the next uh, wrestle backlash because the event after WrestleMania and have Cody take the title off him. But you know, they, Cody has to have his WrestleMania moment. It's in his contract. So, I'm sure like, that's true, but I think also it's the story. So like as much as people shit on Tony Khan for not being able to like properly pivot uh, when he has his heart set on a story. And we can talk about that in uh, in a minute because 
CM Punk's back in the news and that's somewhat related to it. But like maybe what happened was they had this story set that, you know, because I mean, you look at the, the promos between Cody and Roman and even like the Paul Heyman stuff, like it's been really good. Like Roman getting under Cody's skin about his dad, like all that stuff, or even like referencing AEW, like it's, it's all been really smartly done and I feel like they maybe had been planning this since Cody got there and they didn't want to get rid of it because it was good so they're like no we need to have Cody versus Roman even though people want to see Sammy with the belt this is this is what we kind of built and we need to see through maybe yeah, no, like like I said, like just in my in my humble opinion, I think Sammy Reigns would be the better the better match uh, because of the yeah. the amount of the amount of emotion that was put into the whole uh, Blaine story. Right. You know, he turned he turned on Ro- Roman. Right. Like he shouldn't have to fight the tag team. He should be like. I, I want to fight Roman. I want to take Roman out. But he and did, like, though. At, um, was it Elimination Chamber? Yeah, but it wasn't the same. I agree. I agree. But I feel like that was the consolation in that, like, okay, we can't give you the WrestleMania match. We'll give you this one. And it was in his hometown. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it, it made sense. That, like, it placated to all, like, to where they were in Montreal. Right. Um, like the whole Owens stuff, where it was awesome. Like I love the fact that they're back together when, Same here. you know that like they they finally came together. It was like the whole oh I don't like uh, I don't like uh, what am I trying to say here? Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember what what was said. It was like you know well I don't want to fight with someone who doesn't want to be my friend. Like that right. thing. Like when he came out with that, and it's like. Well, well, we've always been friends. We're, we're yeah, in all yeah. honesty, we're more than friends, Kev. We're brothers. And, you yeah, know, when yeah. he came out and he goes, you know, if we're never friends again, I just want you to know that I love you. And then, like, the look on Kevin Owens' face was like, Aww. oh, shit. And so it was it was really, really, you know, it tugged at the heartstrings. You know, if you had yeah. to fall out with one of your best friends forever. Right. You know, like, you've been talking for 30-plus years, and all of a sudden it just – he's not there anymore. And you're like, well, what happened? What did we do? Like, we always had, we always argued, we always fought, but like, we always just understood. It was just us being angry and stupid. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden it's not like that now. And, you know, it kind of, you know, it threw Sammy for a loop and he's just like, you know, like, I don't understand what I did. That's, that's so much worse than what you've done to me. Yeah. And Kevin Owens has always been kind of the bully in that relationship, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He was the one who, you know, he, he, he stabbed Sammy in the back so many times, like all through their career, like in ROH right. and right. in like GC or yeah, in uh GP or yeah, GPW, uh, um, GCW. PWG. Yeah. PWG. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And CZW. Yeah. CZW. Yeah. So, like, I get it. Like, so it makes a lot of sense. So I'm excited for the to see what happens because, like, they, hopefully they take the belts off them. Right. Um, for the feel-good moment. I guess you use I, – I guess you would use that match to, as a feel-good moment if you know you're not going to, like, take the title off of Charlotte for Rhea. <laughs> like, maybe that's how <laughs> they, they send the crowd home if they don't make a good choice with the women's match. Right. I don't know. Because, like, in all honesty – 
I think Charlotte's not going to drop the title. I think Charlotte's going to be like, nope, I'm Charlotte Flair. I'm the queen of WWE. I want, I'm not dropping the title on, on Mania. I'm not losing. And right. Like, I would hate to see that because I feel like you've been building Rhea for so long. And Rhea's so over. You know, I feel like it makes sense to put the belt on Rhea. I love mommy. Mommy's great. Exactly. Like she's like she's the probably the biggest female star right now on the roster. Like, why wouldn't you put the belt on her? And she looks amazing too. Like she looks so badass. Like I would I yeah, I it for me it's a no brainer. You put the belt on Rhea Ripley. You put the belt on Rhea and you let her reign for yeah. Yeah, I want for like her, a year, a year and a half. I like, want her, her to be the yeah. longest reigning champion ever. That's what I want. <laughs> Rhea Ripley needs to be the longest reigning champ because look, if you look at that roster, who looks like Rhea? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Who has and that? And you look pair? at every other roster who looks like Rhea. Like, yep. like there's people like she's like if you put Jamie Hayter and Ruby Soho together. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's there's no other one person who's like her. Could you? Oh, see now I'm talking. Like now we're talking, like. Could you imagine Hater and Ripley? That is a dream match. Okay, so we'll finish up on the WWE and move on to AEW. And speaking of dream matches, but just to finish that, I dream match for me. Like if I could have my own like forbidden door like. Um, card or whatever like absolutely Rhea Ripley versus Jamie Hayter is on that is on is in on the card for sure I would love to see that you don't like yeah two big strong muscular women just being like tough badasses against each other like stick it into my veins the and well here's the thing like Rhea's six feet tall is she I didn't realize she was that tall yeah, because like Charlotte, I think is like Charlotte's a little taller than her, but I think Charlotte's six one. I gotta look oh, wow. this up now. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. it up too. Rhea Ripley height. I thought she was like maybe five eight or something. I'm trying to remember one point. Okay, in feet. Thank you. She's five nine. Yeah, so she's just under five. She's just under six feet. Yeah, and Charlotte's six. So she's foot. a tall girl. Yeah. yeah. She's a tall girl, and like, because I mean, like, I know Hater. Jamie Hater's not that tall because she's the same height as Britt. No, she's taller than Britt. I don't know if she's five nine taller than Britt, but she's taller than Britt. She's five eight. So she's oh, just, well, a just, an inch, wee just a little shorter. shorter. Yeah, Man. and I think Britt Baker's like probably five six, five five. Man. Britt Baker height. Yeah, she's a little taller than Rosa. Like Thunder Rosa was tiny. Yeah. Uh, in feet. There we go. Because oh, oh Baker is billed as five seven though, but yeah. Could you, anyway, could you imagine? Okay, since we're talking like monsters and and uh, fantasy and, like, booking, and fantasy booking and whatnot. Okay, so Nia Jax or Lena yeah. Fenene or whatever her name is, um, she's she's made it pretty vocal that she's willing to go to AEW. She goes, yeah, I go there. I got a lot of friends that are there. Okay, so so could you imagine? Nyla Rose versus Nia Jax. I I don't know how safe Nyla Rose is going to be in that match. I think Nyla Rose gets to go over Jax or whatever she'll come in as. 
and like just destroyer. But could you imagine just just if you look at that match, you look at those because right. that's how do I like that's two meaty women right. <laughs> that are that are hard hitting. Don't right. give a fuck. Yeah, but Nia Jax has like safety um, yeah, issues. I Nia feel J- like that's the reason she's not in AEW. Nia Jax? Nia Jax, yeah. Sorry, did I say Nyla Rose? I didn't mean Nia Yeah, I was like, you're throwing me off. I'm like, Nyla Rose? No, no she's, she's no, no, super, no. super, super uh, no, no, protective. No, no, no. I, meant, I meant Nia Jax. Like, I feel like the reason Nia Jax isn't in AEW is because she's not a very good wrestler and she could possibly hurt people. Yeah, but the thing is, is AEW has their coaches. They have those right. people that produce those matches. Because, I mean, when you think right. about it, we have they have a lot of green talent. Right. Sky Blue, uh, Layla Hirsch. Where, where is Layla? Is she, she she No, I think she, was, she had such a severe injury that it's going to take a while to come back. I feel, I feel like I read recently that her type of – the recovery that she was expected to go under would be – finishing up right now so she could she could be back yeah she she could yeah no you're right aw definitely has a lot of of uh green especially of the women a lot of green talent so and i think i think nia Jax would kind of thrive there because she'd be working with talent that can't do a whole lot of things and it's probably the stuff that she's able to do so she may look really good okay you know what i mean because she's wrestling wrestlers that are kind of at her caliber because, like, okay. as we all know, Nia Jax isn't the greatest wrestler. No. I, like, she's she's pretty, how do I put it, bullish and brutish. And, right. And just kind of, like, she just throws the smaller girls around. Right. But, but if, you know, she reigns that in and she's not forced to try to do too much where she can just be a monster. Like, she comes in and she, you know, she throws Rio around. Rio loves getting right. thrown around. She That's her right. thing. And, like, that's to that. Rio gets beat down and then she makes the comeback. That's Rio's thing. Uh, right. The same thing with like Sky Blue, the same thing. Like she's the white meat baby face. She gets beat up most of the time, pulls out, pulls it out. She's the, the underground, uh, scrappy underdog type thing. Um, so like that'd be kind of neat. But in all honesty, the whole reason I'm saying Nia Jax, like that could be the next member of the outcast. It's another right. WWE girl. Uh, do we see Renee Young or Renee Paquette? Sorry. Um, turn heel and become the heel uh, backstage interviewer that, yeah, that, that comes in and starts making fun of the, the faces when she's, you know, interviewing because, you know, she's always getting shit anyway, so she might as well be a bad guy, right? Because right. everyone's treating her. And like her if Moxley's going heel as well. Yeah. And like Moxley's, Moxley's awesome as a heel. I love yeah. heel Mox. I love heel, I love heel Blackpool Combat Club. Well, speaking of heel Moxley, um, (laughs) there was um, a story, I guess, or Dave Meltzer kind of flippantly. No, actually, let's start over. Something came out in the dirt sheets last week that CM Punk was open to going back to AEW. Uh And people obviously were very excited about this. Um, Then Dave Meltzer wrote a comment in one of his, like, forums for his newsletter or something. Something to the effect of um, CM Punk didn't want a job to, or didn't want to lose to John Moxley, and um, he had to like get, send a letter from his lawyer saying he didn't want to do an angle or something like that. 
which prompted CM Punk to post a lengthy message on his Instagram. I hope you have it up there because I don't. I do have it up. Do you want okay. me to read it? Yeah, you, you go <laughs> ahead and read it. Yeah. Okay, so it's sigh. I wasn't clear to come back to wrestle yet. Then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and I listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. I and thought the idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I'd need to be cleared first. Uh, they kept saying, oh, there we go. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. <laughs> there were plans. There were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. And so yeah. that started a bunch of different posting on uh, social media. Um, yeah, CM Punk deleted that almost immediately. But, you know, people got a screenshot. The Internet is forever. Um, so it looks like maybe CM Punk isn't coming back to AEW. Um, I what think do you think? Is this a work? I honestly think he's working. He's working. Working it into no shooting it into a work, I guess. Is what okay. They, you know what I mean? Like he's going to he make somebody back a, to being stuck with the Jericho Appreciation Society for three months. Um, no, I don't think they'll put Jericho with him. And I, 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 in all honesty, I can see Jericho saying, "I'm not working with him." Um, okay. Because Jericho, Jericho has that kind of pull. Jericho is pretty right. much the right. guy in in AEW. Uh, mind right. you, same with like. The guys in AEW right now, like, say what you want about the four pillars, but the four pillars are young. They're not really leaving right. the locker room. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's it's Jericho, Danielson, Mox, and Danielson. Yeah. And you know maybe maybe Cesaro and Kingston in in the background, but like right. those are the guys that are supposed right. to be your generals or locker room leaders. Um, right. As far as the women side of things, I'm assuming it's probably Hater and Brith. Um, they're yeah. kind of running the show, um, which is fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, but I yeah, can see, so... I can see punk coming back, but it won't be for very long. It'll be for him to, to make the company some really big money. Um, right. which is going to be like, I think it's going to be punk versus punk and FTR versus the elite. Okay. And what's going to happen is cause I'm pretty sure FTR is leaving after that stipulation that just came out. If the guns okay. win, where we we where we leave AEW, so I have a funny feeling that that's what's going to happen. Um, that's just me, um, but I think it'd be like you know. Well, yeah, I guess that wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't be able to be Punk versus Punk and FTR if they lose this next match that's coming up, right? Um, yeah. So. I don't know. Punk comes in with a tag team to fight the elite. I don't know who that tag team is. Or Punk comes in and it's. Mo well, like right now they're setting up the elite to be w against the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, which so is. I don't think Punk comes back with, to, with to Hang, that. old Hangman and Kenny yeah, drama again. 
Yeah, and the Young Bucks and Hangman are cool, but Kenny's not cool with him yet. And Don Callis is trying to keep Hangman and Kenny from getting along. And So, okay, speaking of Kenny. Yep. We saw a dream match this past Wednesday. Vikingo versus Kenny Omega. Now, were you familiar with Vikingo before Wednesday? I've watched very little AAA, but I have. Okay. When the match was announced, I delved down the rabbit hole. Right. I'm like, okay. I don't know who this guy is. And then, of course, watching the highlights, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be insane. Yes. Yeah. So I actually was, as a nerd who got into wrestling in 2020, I kind of took in everything I, I could get my hands on. So I watched uh, the Triple Manias from during the pandemic. Um, so I watched some AAA and that's where I saw Vikingo and I, he was an instant favorite. Him and Black Taurus, those two guys stood out to me. I was like, I want to see those guys in AEW. I would pop so hard if those guys showed up in AEW. Black Taurus has been an impact. He's doing fine there. But Vikingo, I've been like waiting for. So when I heard that that was happening, I just like freaked out like a little girl and was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I was so excited. Um, and I was like, Andre, temper, or, sorry, um, edit out that name. Um, Buckshot, <laughs> temper your expectations. You know, it might not be a good match. Like I'm just sort of in my head, I was like, it's Kenny Omega and Vikingo. Like it's impossible to have a bad match. And so when it happened, it, yeah, I, it exceeded my expectations. Like, I can't remember the last time I watched a wrestling match, not on a pay-per-view where I was like on the edge of my seat, like that one, that match, fuck, like it was so good. What did you think? <laughs> um, I was like, how does this man still have a spine? Yeah. Um, when Kenny throws that V trigger, it looks like it's real. Like, yeah, I, I was like, oh, that, that, I think that was he a, cracked a skull. too stiff. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. A skull or somebody's orbital socket is now no longer in, in their face. Right. Um, there's, there was a lot of heavy hitting, like the chops, the kicks. Right. Um, Vikingo was kicking Kenny's ass that first like, yeah. seven minutes. Oh yeah. Um, he got like like that uh, six thirty splash into the table was oh my ridiculous. god yeah um, and, and it was he, off the second rope yeah off the second rope which was insane but like that poison rana like Ken like if you if you went back and watched that slow motion Kenny right. landed on his head like you see yeah. the, the the impact yeah. like oh I hit my head there yeah no um so actually I have a question. What is the difference between a Poison Rana and a Frankensteiner? Well, a Frankensteiner and a Poison Rana are two different moves. Okay. A Frankensteiner is a Hoonan Kamrana oh, done okay. by the Steiner, done by Scott Steiner. He called okay. it the Frankensteiner. So, so Scott it's just Steiner's a, the only one who can call it a Frankensteiner? You got it. Yeah, it's a Frankensteiner. Okay. That's what it was. Um but yeah, the po like the the poison rana, as they call it, is just the reverse of the hunnikarana. Okay. It is so when you say reverse, the the Frankensteiner slash hurricane rana is yeah. 
you jump and your crotch is in the guy's face and he flips you forward and you land on okay. your back. Whereas okay. Poison Run is you jump, your crotch is on his neck and you flip him backwards and he lands on his stomach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is there the one difference. where it's ass to face? <laughs> I don't know how you, 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 uh, you grab on that way, but I think that's, I think that's like a tiaris. It's kind of like okay. a head scissors where you, oh, your okay. ass is, your ass is so towards the face, but it's more ankles and shins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for, uh, for that lesson there, Turbo. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yes. I that That's poison rana did yeah. look fucking brutal uh i thought kenny like spiked his neck like i was just like oh yeah it looked bad and yeah. like when then when I, you, they showed the slow the slow motion i'm like oh that was bad yeah i think kenny <laughs> made like when he came up holding his shoulder yeah. I'm like he's fucked he had a stinger yeah. he's got to yeah. go for neck surgery in two weeks probably right, right, right but hey it's kenny omega he'll never tell you he's hurt yeah, exactly. Which uh, until he has to get nine surgeries stupid. at once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I see the, the inclination to be like, no, 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 I need to be a professional. Maybe the Protestant work ethic is strong with Kenny Omega, but um, but at the same time, it's like, no, your health is the most important thing. Like, like Which, I, yeah, imagine wrestling with Vertigo for, like, how long did he say he did that? For, like, a, a year. year? It was a year, yeah. yeah. That's bananas. But yeah, like, that match. I figured it out <laughs> in the ring. I just figured it out while I was in the ring. I'm like, that's insane to me. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. the room is spinning and now you're spinning. Right. So like when you're spinning, does everything just feel normal? Like maybe that's it. He just keeps somersaulting. He's like, this is how I just stay straight. <laughs> like I'm just spinning around and everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. I just have to twirl when I go from over here to over there. Just yeah. spinning, spinning. Well, AEW, um, yep. we talked about Vikingo, Kenny Omega. It appears that we've got Blackpool Combat Club going against the Elite. Hangman, is he going to be back with his friends? Is he not? Mm -hmm. Don Callis being dastardly Don Callis, but also trying to woo Takeshita, which has been kind of amusing as well. Um, we've got the Outcasts, Ruby Soho, Tony Storm and Soraya versus uh, the originals of AEW. And um, Jade has a new uh, feud with Taya Valkyrie. How do you feel about that? Okay, so super pumped Taya Valkyrie is now part of the All Elite Same crew. Here. Um, Same she here. Needs, I'm very happy like, to see her there. She's been working really hard on the indies since she's left uh, WWE, especially in right. Impact. Um, yep. So it's great to see her getting that that rub. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting match when they actually touch each other because right. um, Taya has way more experience. Right. Um, I don't know if she wins and takes the title off Jade. Right. I don't know what I don't know what the end game is with Jade. Because until we know Statlander's uh, right. prognosis, um, we're not really going to get really a, 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 f a final answer right. when it comes to uh, Jade. Because that's the match they want to make. They want to make Jade right. Statlander. Statlander gets the wind. Huge crowd pop. Everyone goes home happy. And Statlander, who looks is Looks like a, a million dollars. Yeah. Looks like a million bucks. And, you know, the only woman to ever defeat Jade. 
Right, so exactly. I don't know if they're. I don't like, know if they're going to try to. It's a really good pay. job to have. Like the person who gets their their the Jade's first loss, whoever Jade has her first loss to, that person is made. Like you've basically, especially now that she's at like what fifty eight. No. Yeah, fifty eight, like, fifty nine, or something like that. Yeah, like she's yeah. Whoever gets that that distinction, they're clearly the person they need to push from that point on, right? Because you just built a star there. You made somebody look like a million bucks. And yeah, it just made sense that it would be Statlander. But now Ty Valkyrie's there. Do you think it's fair that she shows up, has a feud, and then gets the belt? Should um, it be somebody who kind of paid their dues to deserve it? Does Ty and Valkyrie even need that? Ty doesn't need the title. I mean, okay. when you think about it, she's still the Reina Del, Del Reina champion in AAA. Right. Um, she was the tag team champ in Impact. She was an Impact Knockouts champ three times. Right. Um, she, you know, she she can go be a champ somewhere else and make decent money and make a, okay. a, a good living. Um, and I'm actually shocked. I mean, like, how old is Taya? Taya's Taya's getting up there too. She's like in. She's not. Even, she's like my age, maybe like thirty nine, forty. Taya Valkyrie. She was born in 83. Yeah, she's 39. She's my age, yeah. yeah. She's 39. She's going to be 40 this year. Yeah, so 40 this October, you know, and she still, well, one, looks like a million bucks. Right. Um, she's a, you know, she's a, a solid muscular, wrestler. a solid yeah. wrestler. Um, she puts in the work. Um, yeah. She has a great, she has the mic skills to hang. Right. Like she can talk some shit if she wants to, and she can talk. Right. And she can talk shit in a different language when she wants to, too. So I mean, that would be kind of <laughs> that would be kind of interesting if uh, Thunder Rosa comes back. Maybe right. have them feud a little bit because they used to Ooh, fight yeah. in they used to fight in Lucha Underground. So, and also I think when uh, Taya won the AAA Women's Belt, she called out Thunder Rosa when she was still AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. So I feel like they were they were heading towards a match as well but then thunder rosa it she had to relinquish her belt and became uh and hasn't been wrestling because of her back but yeah you're right you could totally have thunder rosa and taya valkyrie get uh have something when thunder rosa comes back because like I'm, I'm looking at uh taya's record here like she's been the mlw champ the impact champ right reina del rain uh, i believe she was a champion one time in uh uh, CZW2, I think. And then I'm trying to think. Like, she's, she's had a really long... Yeah, she end. went everywhere. Like she when went she everywhere. Was she was from Japan. WWE, she, she basically took a gig everywhere she could get. She was the... How do I put it? She was the Matt Cardona of the women's right. style. Yeah. Like, exactly. she went out and she hit everywhere and got every belt. Yeah. Like, good for her. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, good on her. Um... So do you put an AEW belt on her since she's got all the it other would, places belts? It it would make sense, but do you take do you take let her beat Jade? Right, exactly. Is she is she a it's bit It's not like, just about the belt with Jade. It's also getting Jade's first loss. Well, yeah, and like what does Jade do after she loses the TNT title? What do you do with Jade? Yeah. Cuz like That's a good point. She just lost her title. Does she go try for the get it like, back? She, yeah, does she try to get it back? Like, do they have this like this rivalry that you know 
they bounce it back and forth for maybe a year. Like they play hot potato with the title until whoever they want to have the title comes back. Um, Or, or do they give it to Taya and then Jade goes on to try to take the belt from who's the champ now? Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Hayter. Wow. No, she's too green. She's so, she's no. That's the problem with Jade is she looks like a million bucks, but she's too green to be in the main event. She can't hang with Sheeta. She can't hang with Jader, a uh, Jader, Jamie Hader. <laughs> she can't, you know, she can't hang with um, uh, the the WWE girls, like. And then since yeah. since we're bringing up the WWE girls, do we bring Naomi in? Yeah, now that Star Naomi, or whatever she's whatever she's yeah. calling herself. Um, yeah, so Naomi answered somebody on Instagram this week and said, no, I'm not with WWE anymore. So it's pretty much, okay, she's, she's on, she's not going back there. So does she show up in AEW? I would like to see her in AEW. I liked her in WWE. I think she's a good wrestler. I think she would, she would, uh, work. What if, ooh, fantasy booking here. What if they decide to launch the women's tag team division and they have Mercedes Monet and Trinity show up together? See, now and that she, would they make don't sense. necessarily join the outcasts. They're just like, oh no, we're not going to join. Or they join the outcasts initially, let's say for like Blood and Guts or something, or like the big, the big five on five match. But then they turn on the outcasts and say, like, we're not going to be your stooges. We're our own thing. And then you introduce the, the tag team women's belt. Well, yeah. And then who, who, who do you put that, that, that women's tag team title on? You put it on Trinity and, and Mercedes Monet. Okay. And then they build it and they become the stars. And Tony gives them all the attention that they feel it deserves. Legitimize it. Make it a big thing. And then you shove it in WWE's face for basically telling them no we just want to put belts on you so that oh, you yeah. to our champions yeah that makes sense that makes that'd be sense. great that would be super great oh, now i want that to happen and if it doesn't happen i'll be mad <laughs> <laughs> i hate this event damn you tony <laughs> but yeah i mean i feel like if i'm tony khan that's what i would do no I wonder how Tony feels about this whole uh, outcast thing. The whole like outside well, lot... WWE girls. And well, no, and that's what everybody's kind of saying. Oh, it's like the outsiders. So I think it's like right up a mark like Tony Khan's alley that he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can have my my version of the outsiders on W on on my show. Great, let's do it. Yeah. And I think it works because you have so many more women now who are in the mix in the main event. Because and before the it was, it was just oh, are you fighting with Brit? Then you you're the only person other than Britt Baker that we're gonna see. Now Britt's there with Jamie. Jamie's like the fucking workhorse of the women's division, putting banger after banger out. Um, and then you're seeing more of the other girls kind of pop up as well. And then with the Outcasts, you got three main people that you can alternate between, like. You're seeing so many more people. I'm liking it. I think it's been good for the women's division. I agree. It's a great way to get more women on television. If Um, you're not going to give them another match, which I feel like 
why not every other Wednesday? Every other Wednesday, Dynamite has two women's matches. Does but here's when, the thing. I don't think that's very hard to do. No, is aren't they doing another show, another hour show? Um, I heard that they had trademark like Collision AEW Collision, but then they had a spelling uh, mistake and was called Collison, which was hilarious <laughs> when the trademark I, was filed. I did not know about that. Um, no, I I feel like um there was a trademark put out for like all elite women. And people were like speculating that they were going to have another show or something, but I don't know. I didn't hear anything else beyond that. It's hard to believe that we're going to have that new uh, all access show in two days. Yeah. I hear that. Like for me, the ads for it made it look like, Oh God, that looks like a corny reality TV show. Cause it's clearly staged. But then I've heard people who've seen it and they're like, oh my God, AEW marks are going to have a field day with this shit reading into everything. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm a dumb mark. Like, I want to read into <laughs> all this shit. Like, do I have to watch this show now? Like, I'll just watch so. the highlights. There will be there will be the uh, TikTok clips show or something. I'll have to right. watch or it. Right. Like squared the, the circle. Yeah. Yeah, Squared Circle, the Reddit, uh, Squared Circle subreddit will definitely keep me up to date on that. That's how I keep up to date in WWE because I can't be bothered to watch all of that. Occasionally, I might watch SmackDown, but yeah, you couldn't pay me to watch Raw. Raw is so laborious to get. See, through. I'm looking at maybe I'm uh, like after the after the podcast, I'm thinking maybe I'll jump on because I'm just you know I'm gonna lay down on the couch with the heat and pad there for a bit right. and. Uh, I'll maybe throw Raw on, but then I'm like, ah, oh, but there's that movie I want to watch. I want to watch <laughs> Cocaine Bear, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say so watch like, Cocaine Bear. That's but what I'm again, thinking. Is, <laughs> but then again, it is the Raw before WrestleMania. Well, see, but it's notoriously for the past, oh, I don't know, like, well, since the pandemic, the Raw before WrestleMania has sucked. Oh. There's been no buildup. They haven't done anything with uh, right with what's going on. So, Oh Jesus. Ugh. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't think WWE puts any effort into the show before WrestleMania anymore. I mean, there's probably oh. going to be a big schmoz at the end with like Owens and Sammy and Rhodes are probably going to fight together tonight. Right. Against the bloodline or... against the bloodline. But like, I just don't see why you would do that because WrestleMania is on Saturday. <laughs> Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so I'm thinking it might just be some sort of like just recap at the end. Well, not even a recap show. It's going to be like they're going to have some matches, but nothing's really going to happen. Nothing's going to progress the story because the story's mm -hmm. already told. So it might right. just be like a lot of backstage segments of like people fighting and trying to get one up on other, other people. But like, who knows? See, I feel like whenever I watch WWE, and that's why I'm like, fuck, I hate this. Why do I even bother? Um, is that a lot of it is just recapping so far. Like, here's the story of why we're having this match tonight. And then it's like 10 minutes long and it's like, oh, wow. Like, I remember, because I watch SmackDown maybe once a month. So, and I think to myself, every time I see that segment, I'd be like, man, if I watched week to week, I'd be like, what the fuck? I already saw this, you know? Um, but then the match starts and then they fight for like all of 15 seconds and they're like, and now commercial break. And it's like, but it's, I watch wrestling shows to watch wrestling. Like, I, why, why did you put more emphasis on the package explaining why there's a match in the first place than the actual match? 
you know like it's just it, it baffles like I, if you're a wrestling fan then no wwe is not the show for you like you there's it, yeah i can't i just just it, yeah it, no i completely understand so cocaine bear that's why is. i only like their pay-per-views <laughs> sorry Cocaine Bear it is. That's what I'll be yeah. watching. <laughs> yep. You talked me into it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, like, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's just more of a, like, it's, I find, I don't like watching something if it becomes a chore. Like, if I'm like, yeah. oh, I gotta go watch this. That's yeah. why I like watching dumb, stupid stuff, because, like, it's right. just fun to watch. Like, yeah. Hence, hence why uh, Japanese Spider-Man. Super right. Sentai Go Go Five, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cocaine Bear, like just it's just dumb fun. Like yeah, exactly. I don't want I don't want to watch something if it becomes a chore. And watching right. WWE wrestling most of the time is a yeah. chore because For there's sure. three hours. But if you take into if you take in consideration commercial breaks and recaps, right. it's an hour right. show. It's an hour yeah. show. It's ridiculous. I don't it's know like, how anybody does it. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. And people are like, oh, I just, like, I get it. Like, if I, I'm assuming, like, if you're there live, you don't see commercials, which is awesome. So you get to watch what's going on up on. Uh, right. Know. But, like, watching it on television is a chore and I don't enjoy it. Like, I remember, I'm like, back in the day when I was, you know, 20 years old and a wrestling, right. like, a hardcore, like, super hardcore wrestling fan, um, we would watch Raw on Monday right. night and then there was Monday Nitro and because we were in Canada, we got the replay after it already aired. So we'd watch raw first and we watched WCW. So okay. we started wrestling. We'd start watching wrestling at nine and we'd have to, we'd watch, and each of them were a two hour show. So it was okay. like, so You're nine like 1 to 10, 10 to 11. I was up till 1 AM. Right. And then of course, after that, we'd have to play wrestling game, the wrestling game after it. Right. And that's what we did. That was our Monday night. That was our, that was what we did every Monday night, every Monday night. Like there wasn't a Monday oh, wow. night I think we ever missed. Like I think there was a, a stint where before uh, the algorithm and Swamp Ninja moved up to Toronto, there was a there was a stint there from like I think like when we were in high school from 90, 94, 90, 93, 94, right up until 97 where we right. never missed a Monday night of watching Raw. Like it was just every Nerds. Monday night. Nerds, Sorry. right? Like, su <laughs> like just super hardcore into it. And then, like, the worst thing it was is we already we just we watched it together last night, and right. then we were in school. We'd still talk about it. Right? I can't believe it. What do you think? And like the whole <laughs> the whole height of the NWO stuff was right. just conspiracy theorists' dreams. Like, oh, so and so is going to show up tomorrow. Uh, the dirt sheets were just starting to get really big then too. Like, the internet was okay. just starting to be a thing. It was just insane. Wow. To be a wrestling fan. And that's how I feel right now with AEW. So like right. that's why I enjoy watching AEW. Because there's that there's that little there's actual bit of wrestling. There's one there's <laughs> actual wrestling. I'm not watching commercials all the time. Because they, they right. love doing picture and picture. That's what I exactly. love about AEW. They yep. do picture and picture a lot. Um if you catch the right stream, you can watch it where there are no commercial breaks. Yeah, you get the fight stream. For the people who watch it on Fight TV on the yeah, internet. if you get the fight if you get the fight stream on the internet, you can watch it with no no breaks, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, um, I watch it. I actually have um, TSN, so I just watch it on TSN because oh, nice. I may as well, but yeah, but yeah, if I had uh, fight, that that's great, and you also get to hear the commentary 
on fight as well, right? Which sometimes gets a little controversial. Some things are yeah, said that shouldn't I, be said, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I hear about it sometimes on the next day. Like, those of you who watched it on TV missed this. So, yeah. Yeah, like like I said before, I think the last time we the last time we were speaking, well, we were talking previously in text, but the last time we were talking about an event, it was the right. last pay-per-view. Revolution, and yeah. And Revolution. I got every prediction right. You know, be, whooped me, <laughs> whooped me. Um <laughs> But I, you know what? It's because I'm a I'm a fucking mark, so it's nothing to be <laughs> proud of. It's all good. No worries. <laughs> um, I I decided to you know change some some outcomes because I was hoping things would be a little different. But right. I remember we were watching uh, like uh, when we wa the last uh, dynamite happened. I messaged you. I'm like, I love Don Callis. He's such a piece of shit. Right. Because because he's trying. Like I honestly think Don Callis is. Um, paid off the BCC to take out the elite. I think, I think it's been an orchestrated by Don Callis to get Kenny away from the Bucks so he can be a, a, a singles wrestler and then it can be him and Takeshita. They can be a oh. tag team like the Golden Lovers back in the day because he, they, right. think, they think Takeshita is like the next Okada, right? right. So it's going to be like that's that's where my brain has gone with that storyline oh that's no that's a, that's smart it, it's not it's not a a bad uh a bad prediction it could happen you're absolutely right it explains why don Callis pulled that stunt and made yeah. it look like hangman was the one who hit him like it yeah no it lines up that could yeah. totally work because it would be could you imagine like don Callis leaving the beat like leaving the elite and then right. leaving the bcc right that's 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 major and if especially yeah. if they if he gets Takeshita Takeshita right. with BCC you see yeah 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 ooh, daddy yeah that's a burn burner a slobber knocker as JR would say yeah no you're right that would be pretty cool to see um I, I'd be down for that what else is happening in AEW right now we talked um, about the women. We talked yeah. about Jade and Taya. Oh, one last thing about Jade and Taya. I really like that they have the same finisher. I think it's making for a fun uh, angle to their feud. Uh, I like it. And I like that she gave uh, Smart Mark Sterling the move on, uh, on a Rampage last week. Now, question for you. Do you prefer Jaded or Road to Valhalla? Well, considering that they're the same move, um, the name, are we just talking name wise? Well, yeah, they're, they're the exact, and it's also known as the glam slam, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Cause it was Beth, Beth Phoenix did it first. <laughs> okay. So Way Beth back. Phoenix, Way. glam slam, Jay jaded, and then Taya Valkyrie, uh, road to Valhalla. Yeah. Just name wise. What's the best name? So there's another name as well, which oh, I there enjoy. is. Which, yeah, there is. Cause awesome Kong used to do it. And it was called the implant buster. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that oh, one wins. Great. I think that one wins just because. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I enjoy Implant Buster, but if yeah. we're just talking the other two, Jaded or uh, Road to Valhalla, it's yeah. Jaded. It makes way more sense. Uh, I like Road to Valhalla. I like yours. You're sending your your tie of Valkyrie, the the Viking. Your yeah. You're sending your opponent to Viking heaven. I like it. That works for me. Glam slam is also pretty. I caught myself calling it the glam slam, even when Jade does it. Yeah. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it's, and it's also a pretty, like, it looks like a safe move to like execute, but it also looks devastating at the same time. So, well, yeah, cause they, you, you hike them right up real high and then you toss them as they go down. Like it's right. kind of like a, it's kind of like a controlled, uh, frontward razor's edge. Like, right. Like a, you know, ego, how, uh, right. Ethan Page throws them. This right. is more of a, this is a little more controlled. Right. And then you can also like, uh, as you're taking the move, you can put your hands in such a way that you don't, you don't pop your implants. Right. Exactly. It was a great name. It's a great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Did you say awesome Kong? Awesome Kong. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't pick up on that. That's fucking she's in glow did you ever yep. watch glow yep you watched yeah. glow i loved glow glow's great oh my god i love glow so much when i found out it got canceled i legit cried i was so upset apparently like you don't even know that show saved. saved my life i love it sorry um apparently it's it's going to be saved i think somebody's going to pick it up oh god i hope so i need to know how that ends ah uh, i I love that show. And the funny thing is, I watched it before I got into wrestling. Yeah. So, it's, not really, like it's, like, it's not really a wrestling show. It's more of like a variety show. Like if you go back, have right. you ever watched, went back and watched some of the, the Glow actual real matches? No, I've seen documentaries online about it, but not like full episode or matches. Uh, some of that stuff you watch and you're just like, oh, I don't know how they got away with that on television. Because there's like Oh, the, yeah, I'm sure. The well, you know, you know it. Awesome Kong's uh, character was like the the welfare the one. welfare she queen, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the welfare queen. Uh, yeah, it's it was. You're just like, oh, I don't, I don't know if this is this yeah. is right for me to be laughing at, but I, it's right. funny as hell. <laughs> and then there was the like Beirut poor um, that poor character oh, getting like, name? oh, oh my god. Um, anyway. The thing with that show, though, like I like I said, I watched it before I watched wrestling, but I would watch and the wrestling scenes. I remember being like, oh, these are fun. Um, but yeah, no, I had a, like the worst weekend of my life. I had gotten burnt super badly. I needed to be put on antibiotics. So um, a um, an infection didn't set in. It was a whole thing. Um, and it was like heat wave. And it was the Canada Day long weekend and Swamp Ninja was working and all my friends were at the cottage and I was on antibiotics. I couldn't drink. Um, and it was that time of the month. It was my monthly burden as well. Like it was just a perfect storm of feeling like fucking garbage. And I just watched Glow all weekend. Season two had come out. I watched all of season two in one sitting and then I went started from season episode one season one and then watched season two over again like within 24 hours like i that's like i said that show saved my life that weekend so i have Fond such a memories. soft spot yeah i have such a soft spot in my heart for that that show so when you said awesome kong for some reason i was thinking of uh, aja kong yep and then it took me a second i was like wait no did you say awesome kong that's my man from 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 Glow, like my favorite show ever. I feel bad for Awesome Kong because she got a raw deal in wrestling. Yeah. I, do, I, you, do you know the story? I don't know all of it. I do know like she was in AEW. She had that poor, that thing, um, the Nightmare Collective with Brandy. 
And, oh no, she uh, got to go down. And then yeah, she, she went to left. WWE. No, I don't know that. So she was in WWE. What happened there? Okay, so she was in Impact for a few years and was like squashing everybody. She was the the wrestler in Impact for okay. the longest time. Now um, this was, is when it was known as TNA. Uh, it just switched to Impact. TNA okay. Impact. Um, okay. So she leaves TNA. She gets hired for WWE. Okay. Her gimmick is she comes in, she's a big bad, but all the really pretty girls are calling her ugly and some, yeah, it's, it's bad, but it was part of the storyline. But what happened was, is she gets there and she finds out she was pregnant. Oh so no. So she couldn't wrestle. So they took her off TV and then they're just like, you know what? You weren't even really here. So we're just going to let you go. Oh. And they let they they let her go, and then she I believe she had a miscarriage and didn't have the oh, baby. No. I think she lost. Like I don't think the baby came to be. Now I could oh, be mis no. I could be misremembering because I know there was another story like that with another woman. So it could be I could be getting them confused. Crossing the streams. Crossing the streams a little bit, but I I know there was something to do with like a health issue, pregnancy, something like that, where she had she basically she was sick. And then she came, then she, she came wasn't. back for one. Yeah. She was sick. She wasn't, she came back for a match and then they just let her go. And then, oh. then she got glow and then okay. glow got canceled. And now she's right. kind of not doing anything. So I don't know what right. she's up to now, but I would love to see her come back to AEW as a coach. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Like a coach or even go to like a, the, the PC. Cause like she was an awesome wrestler. Right. Um, and I believe she she was teaching the wrestling moves for Glow to the women. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was, was a one consultant of the, on the television yeah. show. So I know she was kind of getting double duty, which means a little extra money for her, which is right. fantastic. So, but yeah, I would like to see, I would love to see her come back because like she got a raw deal in wrestling. She does, she deserves to be able to come back and, you know, at least maybe have one blast hurrah right. or at least get recognized somehow because like she was amazing. Right. It's the oh, same thing man. with Aja Kong. Aja Kong needs to be celebrated more in 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 the U.S. Somehow. Right? Yeah, I hear that a lot of um a lot of the like innovative wrestling moves that we saw in the Indies in like the two thousands and early twenty tens were mm -hmm. basically just taking old Joshi wrestling from the nineties, and like Aja Kong specifically was a huge influence. Yeah, um, no, Aja Kong got ripped off a lot. <laughs> yeah, she, she got ripped off a lot. There's another wrestler, too, that got got a, a lot of his moves stolen. Back in ECW days, there was this wrestler called uh, Supernova. Okay. And he was, a, he was really innovative. He came up with a lot of really cool moves. And then what was happening was you'd see a lot of – you'd see those moves happen on the ECW uh, tapes when we were – because we were big marks back then, me, me right. uh, Swamp Ninja, and The Algorithm – we Swamp Ninja had a, a huge ECW tape collection okay. and we would watch that. And like, you would see, you would see the move on one of the tapes. And then like uh, the week, the week after that tape came out and got, was put yeah. on, put on the market, you know, the right. next raw, someone was stealing that move and you're oh, like, wow. Oh yeah. Cause it, cause like, it was like, he came up with like the uh, inverted, Death Valley Driver, uh, the Splash Mountain Power Bomb. Um, oh wow! A lot of really, a lot of really cool moves. Now, don't get me wrong; he got to wrestle in WWE after ECW closed, but he was he wrestled right. as 
Simon Dean and he sold health health equipment. It was, okay. it was really it was a really bad gimmick. Um, <laughs> but he could wrestle, man. Like he could move, okay. which is great. But yeah, there's another like that's the uh, that's the other thing about wrestling that's uh you know really interesting is how those like because we, we were talking about different names of of uh of the, the moon, same move. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of them. Like if you like, I love going onto YouTube and going down the rabbit hole of watching like finishers, all right, AEW's finishers, here. but then they'll show you the original. They'll be like original right. AEW's version or original yeah. WWE's version, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I watched one the other night and it was like a kick evolution like thing. And it was yeah. the different kicks, like a roundhouse kick, uh, like the double, um, you know, uh, drop kick, like all the different kicks that you see. And they showed all the different wrestlers who've done like a variation of that kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or there's one I, I saw recently, it was a compilation of all of Jacob Fatu's moves, but on different people. And it was like, when you saw him on like a Blake Christian, for example, like his moves look like so devastating because certain people could sell it so well to make it look like he's just destroying his opponent. It was really fun to see how like, yeah, Oh, he can't quite get the same height on the, what is it? The Samoa slam where he throws the person on the, on, in the air, catches them and then slams them on the ground. Um, like a bigger boy, he can't get quite the same height, but like on a tiny boy, he can launch them like, three feet in the air before he catches them. Like it's, yeah, it was, those are fun compilations to watch, especially when you're elevated. Yeah. Jacob Fatu needs to be, get signed somewhere. Like, yeah, big. I would he love needs- to see him in AEW. Now that I've seen Vikingo in AEW, my next person that I need to see in AEW is Jacob Fatu. It's a uh, Jacob Fatu. Uh, I'm trying to think about any other indie guys that I really want to see. Um, Vikingo, I'd love to see Vikingo a lot more in AEW for sure. Yeah. Um, well, he has Commander. A I'd Super like to Card see Commander. Like, Both I, Vikingo and Commander, they're fighting at Supercard of Honor, so we yeah, might see but them. Yeah, I've I've never seen Commander wrestle. So oh, okay. I never. Yeah, I never I'm not seen. as familiar with Commander as far as the fl- the the big flippy boys go. He's the one I'm least kind of uh, familiar with, but I. I can't. I I I'm a big fan of flippy boys. I like lucha wrestling, so I'm down. Yeah, there's so much wrestling going on. Because then I, now I just remembered, oh, Chi, uh, NXT has their stand and deliver pay-per-view too. Right. Oh, it's so much wrestling. There's, yeah. Because so I'm like, wrestling. Uh, like I've, I, I still kind of dabble in the NXT side of things. Right. Um, I like the schism because it's like a spooky faction. Right. We, you know, and, the, and the Rock's daughter's in it. So. Oh, Okay. So it's kind of interesting to see her evolution of speaking on the microphone. Oh, cool. um, it, 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 it kind of like, I think she has a, uh, I don't want to say speech impediment. Um, Cause she speaks very clearly, but when you watch her speak, it looks like she's chewing on her face. Okay. So it's kind of, it's kind of like she always has her teeth, like just pursed around her, uh, over her lips. I, I don't know okay. how to explain it, okay. um, but it's interesting. Like, I, I, I enjoy her because she speaks very well, um, right. but she's very green. She doesn't get uh, okay. she doesn't get uh, a lot of ring time. I haven't seen her in the oh. ring a whole lot, so I'm interested to see is she going to be more of a managerial style, or are they going to let her wrestle that right. kind of thing? Um, but yeah, like uh, and then this whole Chase University thing, I think it's stupid. Um, 
some verse. The, the only things yeah. I know from NXT is what actually makes the rounds as something interesting on Squared Circle on Wednesday mornings. Oh, yeah. And I, I have to say, the majority of the time, it's women's stuff. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's not because the wrestling was good. Um, there's a lot of women in NXT. And I don't know, maybe you disagree with me. But there's a, a lot of uh, eye candy as far as the women goes. Like, yeah, Priscilla that's... Kelly, even uh, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, who's that? Sol Luca? Sol, Sol Luca. Luca, yeah. Yeah, she she looks great. She she has a pretty uh, interesting move where she jumps up, I think, on the middle rope or the top rope, and then she like she's flips facing down. yeah she's facing yeah. the audience away from her opponent, and then flips forward, and then does like a DDT on the way down. It's really impressive. Um, yeah, it's a cutter. She does a somersault it's a cutter. cutter. There, yeah, yeah, that's she, what it she is. She gets them in a cutter. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a. It's a really cool move. Very cool move. Uh, very frightening to watch being oh, done yeah. because it's like I can see something going really wrong if you don't right. if you don't grab the cutter, you're landing right in your head. Right. And in if your head. that and if and the other thing too is that if she does make it and like that's one of her signature things, when she goes to the main roster, do they let her do that move on the main roster? Probably not. Yeah. Vince will so, be like, nope, I don't understand it. I don't like yeah. it. So, yeah, I, I don't know about that. But, like, again, like, no, like, not to diminish anything because that move is really impressive. Um, but she's she's quite, she's a pretty girl. Who's the one who has the move where, like, the finisher is basically, like, a split lariat? Um, Isn't that something Lions? Nikita Lions. Her? Yes, Nikita her. Lyons, yeah. Yeah, I she's said, a thicky, I said, thick girl. Like she's and a, <laughs> one of my friends. I know he's into thick girls like that. So when I saw that a gif of her doing that move, I sent it to him. I was like, "Would this get you to watch wrestling?" And then he wrote back, "Maybe." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I but, feel like, um, and like the uh, like you know, not to say that Roxy or or Jade uh, Cora Jade or anything or or slouches or anything like that. They're a little more cutesy. But I feel like, yeah, just based on the fact that all the all the women in NXT are, like, Gorgeous. beautiful, I feel like, yeah, are they putting emphasis on something in the Oh, in well, that's why, that's, why, that's why Taya Valkyrie was let go. Oh, because she they, was they, too old, right? Yeah, it was, they are not taking anyone over, th- uh, they are not taking anyone over the age of 30. Um, right. We're not taking any women that are coming that are that are coming from the Indies unless we know they're vouched from people we know that sort of thing. Right. Like, yeah, no one's going um, out and scouting the Indies anymore, unfortunately. Right. Uh, Lady Frost. Um, she had said that she tried out for NXT, and they told her they're like, "There's nothing wrong. It's just we don't want anybody over 30. Yep. And yeah, she's, imagine that. Lady Frost is amazing. Yeah, she's a totally decent wrestler. She, she, yeah, like you pass off on a really good talent because, yeah, you, yeah, you want to build somebody from scratch essentially. And because somebody like Roxy is like 19, you can pretty much build her from scratch, right? 19 years. But she's been wrestling since she was 16, though. She's oh, a Booker okay. T girl, isn't she? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that I don't know. I think, I think you might be right. 
Yeah, Booker um, T is all about Roxy. I just remember him like talking a lot of okay. smack on when he's on Busted Open Radio. He's always talking about her. Okay. Well, I mean, she is she is pretty impressive for such a young girl. Speaking of the young girls, do you watch Dark at all? Yep. Okay, so you know who Billy Starks is, then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like obviously, I mean, she's pretty. She's eighteen and she's doing pretty well, but like. Clearly, they believe in her because they're putting her up against, like, who has she gone up against? Like, Britt Baker? Was it Tony uh, Storm that she went up against? Like, she's... There's Tony's... They're, yeah. they're giving her people who are really, like, yeah. Like, when a main eventer comes to, on a very special episode of Dark, like, they fight her. So... Do you think yeah, she's... Yeah, I, I can't uh, get over, she, like, like how is how old is Billy Starks? I'm trying to figure it out here. She's a little She's older. 18. She No, she just turned 18. That's why she just showed up. Oh. She was like Nick Wayne. They, oh, they made right, their right, right. starts on the indie when they weren't 18, but AEW won't let anybody under 18 wrestle. So they went to her and Nick Wayne and said, hey, as soon as you turn 18, we've got a contract for you. Yeah, she's she's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. I'm watching, I'm just like watching a highlight video of her here. I'm like, oh wow, yeah, she's she's got she's got it. Like she yeah. she gets it. Um, yeah, man. We have two minutes. <laughs> yeah, we should probably sign off because we've been rambling because we right. love wrestling. Couple um, of marks here. We are. Where can uh, we be I'll, found on the internet? Well, you can find us, of course, always on uh, the, the Podbean app here, uh, just by searching the Retro 2BD podcast. You can find us on Spotify, or f- searching the Retro 2BD podcast podcast. Had to put two podcasts in there so we could get found correctly. Um, it was really weird, their algorithm. Um, <laughs> then you can also see us on Instagram at 2BD pods with a Z. Um, uh, there we do figure photography, Motu. Swamp Ninja curates that that site, so he's the one always putting up all the crazy things of like uh, Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesdays, Throwback yeah, Thursdays. Comic Book a Day is also fun too. Comic Book a Day is very fun um, because it's worth he finds following some rare just ones. for Comic Book a Day sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, because like he, he puts up some pretty uh, eclectic uh, comic book covers, uh, right? And he um, always finds that right song to go along with it. He does. He he's do, doing a great job. He's uh, yeah. he's uh, banging it out there. Also, he puts up photos of you know all those toys that you guys have kicking around at your place there with uh, what was it, Black Chrysanthemum and the Slurpee cup and the skateboard. That was a yeah, really yeah, cool yeah. photo. He's he's a skater boy. All yes. right, we got eight seconds, seven seconds. All right, see you next time, everybody. Peace. Bye.